Welcome to the Wards on Wheels podcast, a podcast dedicated to random rambling about life in an RV. My name is Morgan Ward. My name is Charlie Ward. In October 2020, we decided to sell our 1,000 square foot home, quit our jobs, and begin traveling the U.S. in our 224 square foot Forest River Wildwood FSX toy hauler. Along with our two dogs and a 1997 Harley Fat Boy, we hope to explore the country and ourselves while living life on the open road. Bella? Yeah. She's drawing a picture with her snot yeah. on the screen. Anyway. Oh, we're, we're, we're doing it. We're live from Artesia, Hello, New Mexico. From New Mexico. My eyes are burning out of my eye sockets. It's freaking, it's, it's warm. It's hot and dusty. I feel like I'm allergic to the state today. It's, uh, I think it's 71 degrees right now. Yeah, in the sun it feels like it's 171 degrees. Uh. We love. We both like the sun, and we're both sitting in the shade. Yeah. It's just really strong down here. The sunshine. I got a flip flop fan. You do. I yeah. Do. It's impressive. Yeah. So I hope everyone had a merry Christmas. Yay! Merry merry Christmas. Or to whatever all of you. it is that you celebrate. I don't know. Hanukkah. Whatever. All that good stuff. Yeah. Hope it was good. Ours was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a little lonely, and we missed our families, but we talked to them a lot, FaceTime. I didn't get anything. We said we weren't doing gifts. Well, I still got you gifts. I know, but we said we weren't doing gifts. I know. You do this every year. I know. I'm okay, though. No, you're not. You're my gift. My truck is my gift. That's right. The dogs and the camper. The dogs? No, they're... Wait, just one of... Which one? (sighs) The white one? One drives me nuts, but I love her. And the other one's just, he's cool. But he, like, rips my shoulder out of socket every time we go outside. He's so excited. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so what did we do for Christmas? We just kind of, like, hung out, watched some movies. We made a roux. You made a roux? A stew, roux, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, I guess you could say it was a stew. You did make a roux for the stew. Um, it's called pozole. And it's got pork and green chilies and hominy and, you know, like onions and chicken broth and stuff. So, yeah, I guess it's like a stew. It's pretty good stuff. It was really good. I had some for breakfast this morning, so. Because you're crazy. Yummy. It's dinner food. You can have dinner for breakfast. I know. For breakfast for dinner. breakfast for dinner. Yeah. You can have breakfast any time. I just cooked breakfast for dinner. Pizza in the morning. Pizza in. Yeah, you did. That was good. So we were gonna we were gonna talk about how we met because I think I mean I think most of the people that listen to this know us. <laughs> all all eight people. Yeah. That, we got a big circle. Yeah. But who knows? You know, maybe someday more than eight people will listen to it and they'll wanna know. How did these two crazy kids meet? I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before. I feel like we have, but that's okay. We're gonna do it again. Why not? Because we're running out of ideas. Hey, take it easy over there. 
We all have a slight strain of Alzheimer's and we forget about things. Yeah. So you gonna explain how we met? Or do you want me to explain how we met? So, back in the days of AOL Instant Messenger. That's what it was called, right? Yeah. I don't it know. Was, uh, Some of the kids listening to this will be like, what? It was what? 2004. Yeah. 2004. 2004. Dial-up yep. computers. Yep, dial-up like, internet. There was no laptops. There was I just don't know if desks. I had a cell phone. Uh, I, I had a cell phone, but it was just straight talk. You could only call. You couldn't message. You couldn't take pictures. Yeah, I don't. I think I had. I might have had. I wasn't like young enough to have one of those old Nokia phones. Well, but I think, no, I take that back. When we first met, I didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have a cell phone. No, we were using landlines, man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, we didn't have cell phones. We're part of that generation where some like we have experienced the world with and without cell phones. Yeah. Back then, when we first got together, we did not have cell phones. That's true. Okay. Using dial-up computers right. and landlines. So, with AOL Instant Messenger, you have, like, a screen name, basically. That's that you it. Make. No pictures, nothing. Yeah, no it's pictures. Just, just a name. Just a name. White background. And you just chat with, like, you can change your font. Oh, yeah, you can your change your font color. to color. <laughs> your away message. That was it. Like, I'm going to put an away message and see how many people message me while I'm away for ten minutes. Pretending that I have something else to do when I really don't. Just sit there, stand at the screen, like. Yeah, give me a message. But yeah, and then you could um, have a profile, right? You could look at someone's profile, and it's basically just a text box where you just like say like. I'm five foot six. Right. I, I, explain. I like fishing. I like hunting. Yeah. Explain who you are. Like, and you could link websites, I guess, too. Yep. Um, what was your screen name? <laughs> Chiba Charlie. Chiba yeah. underslash Charlie. Yep. Wow. I'm surprised I, I remember. Like that. I said, I think we I think we've talked about this before. Uh, mine was picture me naked seven. Yeah. I don't know why. I, it worked. Like, I was friggin' it made me curious. <laughs> so someone gave you my screen name, right? It was uh, Jimmy Gravel. And I don't know how he had it. He had friends in Guilford, and he had just a bunch of AOL names and. Were you just like asking for names, like, "Hey, I, no, I want a girlfriend"? No, he had a list of them, and I was like, "Dude, who are you talking to on that?" He's like, "These are a bunch of girls. You want to chat with them?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" You sleuths. <laughs> so yours stuck out to me. Picture me naked seven. I was like, hmm. "Of course it did," because you were a seventeen-year-old boy. Yeah. Yeah. So you just like messaged me one day. It's like, hey, what's up? And we just like, you started calling me babe, like three sentences in. Well, with, hell like, yeah! Kissing I was faces. fishing. I was trying to... Hey, babe, how are you? You know. It's like those fake profiles I get on Facebook now, like, hello, ma'am. Yeah, but back then we were being for real. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I, we started talking on there, and then, we're, like, yeah, we don't really know what we, we look like. No Did idea. Did I send you pictures? No. We had no way to send pictures. We could have done an email, but I don't think we did. Okay. Anyway, so I'm like, I don't know what you look like, so I want to know what you look like, because I'm a shallow teenager. <laughs> and you're like, well, oh, no, I think we called each other first. Yeah, we talked. We talked. Times, but we then you saw my picture and... Uh... Right, you're like, oh, so if you want to know what I look like, 
I'm on the basketball team for the Greenville Lakers. I'm the only one with a tattoo on and, my right yeah, shoulder. And our team picture is in the <laughs> front page of Moosehead newspaper. Messenger. So I went to get a newspaper and just to look at the picture. And it's like black and white and like really tiny. <laughs> so you can't even like, but yeah, you, you can see your tattoo. And I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. And then, did you even know what I looked like before? I still had no idea what you looked like until the night you drove up to Greenville. Yeah, we said we were going to meet. This is so sketchy. In, 20, in 2020, like, <laughs> thinking that your teen... Like, okay, parents, listen to this. Think right now, if you have a teenager, and they can drive, and they... Hold on, there's like a a bug trying to fly into my hair. It's invisible. Um, Your teenage daughter meets a man online who she hasn't really actually seen in real life, just like a picture in the newspaper. Don't make me look like a And talked on the creeper. phone a couple of times. I'm just saying, it was different times back then. It's 2004. <clears throat> yeah. And... The good old days. They go, I'm going to go meet this kid I met on the internet that I have no idea what he looks like. He says hey, he's honey. 17 and yeah. he, he made the front page of the paper. Okay, honey, have a great night. Like, be safe. Like, no, that's anybody. not gonna happen these days. Uh, hey, hey. hey, watch the screen. No dude. screen, dude. Put Back your up. paw down. No. Hey, there you go. Good boy. Um. So yeah, I look like a creeper at this moment. You have right. no idea what well, I look like, and you're driving now. Greenville. Now you did. Like, if it was, like, 2020, but it was 2004, so, like, crazy, like... Dude, times have changed. And small town. They really ton. have changed in the last, like, 15, 16 shit years. Ton. Um, But I did bring a friend with me, just in case. Right? Yeah, you brought Caitlin Yeah, I brought you. Caitlin, um, who was my best friend at the time. And I was like, you want to go meet up with this new prospect of mine so at least i brought a buddy yeah and um we decided to so i lived in guilford at the time you lived in greenville that's about 45 minutes away from each other and we went to meet at breton's store the gas station i was in my uh dodge neon yeah with the spinners i didn't stop and I had the Grand Am, which I got for my 17th birthday. So this must have been in January of 2004, right? Yeah. I think we st- started talking in 2003. Yeah, something like that. And then in 2004, because I remember you asking me, I remember you asked me to be your girlfriend in like like on the 24th of January or something. Yeah, it was two days after my birthday. Yeah. But anyway, so we met met at Breton's. The Grand Am, the windows didn't even roll all the way up because the windows fell off the track. Yeah, they were off the track. You needed. You needed two people and two and like three hands. Like one person held the windows, and one person would roll up the window. But I smoked at the time, so it was okay to have the window cracked a little bit. <laughs> In the winter, it was cold. You'd have to crank up the heat, but yeah, at least you work. could throw your cigarette out the window. I'm sorry, planet Earth and lungs, but it just it is what it is. So yeah, we met we met in Breton's parking lot and like pulled up next to each other, like started talking. <laughs> Yep. And I thought you were pretty cute. I, I mean, I had you seen were... your picture before, but... I mean, just from your face, because I didn't see your body yet, but I was like, damn. No, you weren't. Yeah. My nickname in school was Fish Face. I love Fish Face. <laughs> Deep Sea or Brooke, oh my God. I don't care. But yeah, and then 
you're like, you want to go to my dad's house and hang out for a little bit? And we were like, okay. So we just like sat on the couch at your dad's house. Watch TV. Watch TV, watch movies. Yep. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And then that was it. Then then we headed home. You can stay here if you want, but I'm leaving. (laughs) Then we headed home. And then after that, it was just a blur. No, not really, but. We hung out a bunch of times after that, right? Yeah. Uh, first time you kissed me, we were in the That's right. church parking lot Let at it the be known. High School. Let it be known. That was the night that... I think I met your mom that night. Did you? I think we all... Like a group of your friends, and I brought... I think I brought Caitlin again. A group of your friends and us went up to the top of your street, and you like we all just gathered around. Yeah. Um, and like stood there and smoked cigarettes <laughs> and then <laughs> took me back to your mom's to like meet her or whatever. And anyway, your friends are really nice. So I was like, yeah. Well, we'll- the end of the green street was like the, the spot to go. And I lived right at the very beginning of green street, right on Pritham Ave. So like we used to go up there all the time and just hang out, shoot the shit. Sit in your cars. Up, get freaked up. Yep. You know. So, paintball and, shit. and then, yeah, I guess we all went down to the church there in the middle of town, and, like, your friends were all parked or whatever, and you were parked, and we were just about to leave, and, like, I got in my car, and, like, sat there for a second, and I was like, I have to go kiss him. <laughs> so I, like, <laughs> like, as soon as that thought popped in my head, I ran out of my car, like, to your car, and, like, we're just like, you know. Somebody was with each other. me, too. I think, no, uh, there was no one in the car. You sure? I'm pretty sure you were alone. I feel like David Coyne was with me. But I think know. he was in the vehicle next to you. Maybe, yeah. But you were, like, talking... talking. You, we had a cell phone at this point. We must have hung out a few more times since since the landline call. What? Yeah. Because, like, we must have hung out a couple more times, and then... Like, the cell phones things were just coming into the picture, though. Yeah, maybe we got a cell phone so we could talk. We couldn't do... Did we text each other? I can't remember texting you. Or did we talk to each other on the phone? I don't know. That was, like, 30 years ago. (laughs) 30 years ago. (laughs) But, yeah, we kissed. And, yeah. That's all it took. That was it, I guess. And then, uh, I think I broke up with you that summer. Yeah, you broke my heart for a little while. I did. I broke up with you. And then, um... I never stopped thinking about you. I had a few girlfriends, but I never stopped thinking about you. Yeah, we, we both slewed around for a little while. And then... It was like, what, three months, four months? Yeah, like the summer. And you used to stalk me at work. Hell yeah, I did. But I, I liked you. it. You were like my trophy. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get that And then we met... And then we met up a couple times. Well, there was one day I was sitting at the house... No, 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 I was talking about, like, we used to, like, even when we weren't together, oh, we used to yeah, meet. Oh, yeah, those times. We used to meet. Yeah. Even though we... We're adult, we're all adults now, so this is yeah, fine. Yeah, you know. We used to meet, um, I cheated on my girlfriends and, for, the, for my trophy, you know. And ra- random, like, backwoods roads <laughs> in the back of your car. Anyway. Yeah. That, that neon, I tell you. Yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. But, yeah. Anywho. But then... Uh, so we like, yeah, we had like the whole, like, let's meet in this dark place and do some things for a while. We were full and, and then I think, I can't remember how we got back together. 
Oh. I, I was sitting I was sitting out back of the Greenville house one day and Snoop came out and said, Dude, what's your problem? I said, I miss her. He said, Well, freaking go take care of it. Freaking go take care of it. So I jumped on my old katana, my purple and yellow. I swear we've talked 600. about this before on a podcast, but that's fine. We can And I freaking hammered down there. I was just about to you go were swimming. Just getting ready to go swimming with, with another some guy. other dude. That's why I had to choose between you and the other guy. Which luckily I mean Obviously, I chose you. you. Go ahead. Tell and the story. What? Tell the story. What do you mean? I'll begin the story of... I was just I about... I pulled in, and I saw you getting ready to jump into a truck, and I was on my bike was... with my leather and my helmet, and I was just like... Bah, 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 bah. And I pulled in, and you're like, stopped what you were doing, and was like... No, I actually uh, ran in, and I was like, Mom, what do I do? And she's like, "It's your. that's your problem. I'm not helping you decide. You made your bed. So, I probably made some poor per- person... <laughs> you should take another dude. ...hurt that day, but... You know, that person is happily married with children now, and, it, you know, you and I are happily married with two dog children. and Living in the desert. It all worked out. It all worked out. So, and then, um, yeah, we were together for a while, and we both decided, like, you know, we went to college, and you decided to move halfway across the country. Well, back up a little bit. I got into a bike accident. Got fricked up for a little while. Yeah, but we're, we weren't really together at that time, were we? It was during that summer. It was September '05. So we were like just starting to get back together, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, so you got in your accident. Then my brother was living in Greenville at the time, and somehow he. Why does Greg always call me when people get hit by cars? Because he's around. What the hell? I don't know. Like when you got hit by a car, my mom got hit by a car. <laughs> like, well, the why car are you there, Gregory? Like, it, it was a fifty-fifty fault because she was turning and I was speeding and. She never drove again. I hit her at 68 miles an hour, and I totaled her van, and I totaled my, totaled my motorcycle. She was fine. That knocked me out for two days. Yeah. I got a dislocated thumb and some road rash and a slight concussion, concussion out of it. Yeah. I would say, I would even say, like, a mild head injury. Uh, I'm a little messed up, but <laughs> you take care of me forever and ever. I'll drive you around. And they wouldn't let me see you. Well, so. nobody wanted to see me at that point. Yeah, you were a little. From the story I was up. told, it took seven firemen, my father, and my stepdad, and my mother to hold me down so they could strap me in because they found out that I was allergic to morphine. And uh, if you give me morphine, I turn into a raging asshole. Like a Hulk. Like the Hulk. Yeah. So if, I, if we're in a like, fight and I need And I had a helmet strength. and leather on, so, like, how are they going to hurt me, you know? Yeah. So, I'll just give you some morphine if I need, like, your super strength in a fight or something. But, yeah, they held me all down, and they actually had to tape my hand together, because I guess I kept popping my thumb <clears> on the <throat> socket, because I was screaming that it hurt. <clears throat> like, they'd put it in, and I'd rip it back that's out. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's what I was told. Has, yeah. it, has your thumb hurt since we've been in the desert? No, and you asked me this last night or the night before if my knee hurt. I know, we're, no. we're digressing, but, like... We both have, Charlie has a bad knee, and I have a, not a bad knee, but like just a problematic knee, and your thumb hurts all the time, especially in the winter in Maine, yeah. like the moisture and the cold. There's and, no moisture no, down there, it we were, is dry. We were talking today about like, I was like, has your knee even hurt since we've been down here? Mine hasn't hurt at all. So, yay desert. So if you have arthritis and you're living in Maine, like move to the desert, you're going to be fine. But I'm not going to lie, I'm starting to miss rain. 
Yeah. Just the sound and the smell and the noise of just all of it. It is literally <laughs> sunny here every single every day. Every day. Like, you can't be like, oh, <laughs> I can't go outside. It's raining out. Yeah. Or, oh, I can't go outside because it's snowing out. No, you don't have those luxuries of life anymore. I was You've got to go outside talking and do to something. somebody in town and they said, um, he goes, I don't, I don't remember the last time we even had rain. Well, we looked the uh, stats up and it was, what, 13 inches a year? Yeah. <laughs> As compared to Maine, is like 45 per year in some places. So That's like the dry parts of Maine. Oh. I think that was like the highest for like some year, whatever year I was looking up. Some rainstorms, you get like five inches of rain on the... Yeah. So yeah, we uh, you got in your bike accident and then I came to see you at like during your recovery. And then we were pretty, we were pretty tight after that. Pre-toit. And then uh, you left for college, and I left for college. Yeah, my dumbass. I moved halfway across Well, the when you decided, when you got into college and you decided to move, we weren't together at the time. You just wanted to, like, get out and explore, so. Well, there was a man in my life. He was my shop teacher, Skip Fearfield, that put me up against the wall one day and told me I wasn't going anywhere if I kept going down the path I was going. So he got me hooked up with college and shit. Did he, like, literally, like, pick you yeah, up and like, put you he, on the wall? he was, like, five foot six, if that, and that little bastard, he was in the Navy for, like, 20-something years. Great man. He was a shop teacher at Greenville High School. And, uh, yeah, he grabbed me by the shirt and slammed me in the wall and told me I wasn't going anywhere if I kept going down the road I was going. And, uh, I always respected him, and he helped me and got, helped me get enrolled in school and my mother and I actually drove out to Emmitsburg, Iowa, just to check it out. And I was like, hell yeah, like, let's do this. And... Hell yeah, I love corn. <laughs> yeah, like, it's <laughs> just flat cornfields. Corn's the best so, in like, cow smell. I've traveled around, seen the dirt change colors and shit. Like, two weeks before we graduated high school, he passed away with cancer. Um, so. You have, you have a tattoo of him on your yeah, arm. Yeah, I put his name on my arm. Cool, I love that. Cool man. guy. Someday I'll see him again. Yeah. Not to make it deep in here, but oh anyways, I, I moved out to Iowa and I got another diploma out of it. And I, I already knew how to t tear down motorcycles and put them back together. But I went out and got the piece of paper to say that I did it. It was more of a life experience than anything. Yeah, and you still talk to people that you met out there. Yeah. There's, to one, this day. there's one cat that I still talk to once in a while. Old Dustin Moody. He's good <laughs> shit. But, so, uh, yeah, and I was uh, I was going to Maine Maritime at the academy at the time, and I was awful. I missed awful. you so much when I was out there. I missed you, too, and it was awful. I, yeah. like, that was not the school for me. So, $17,000 down the drain. Hello. Yeah, I spent about, I don't know, I was around 18. Yep. But, <laughs> you know, lesson learned. Hey, Life experience. Yeah, that's what it is. You gotta go out and figure your shit out. Yeah. Not be pampered. So, and then, uh, after that, I uh, went to school a little bit in my hometown. I think I moved back in with my mom and dad. And, uh, and then you and I got an apartment together. Yeah, in Newport. The big city of Newport. And we lived there for, like, four years, right? On old Six Mill Street. Yep. Apartment, apartment two. Apartment two. And Good old days there, I tell you what. Yeah. Going to school and working, and you were working. And you were at Shaw's, and I was working at Water Sports. For no, a I while. think you were building houses too for a while. I did. I was working with Sierra Log Homes when we first moved in there. Yep. So you were away a lot. I was traveling with Snoop. 
good old days of grinding logs and using measuring tapes and shit. <gasps> and then you got a job at Complete? No, I worked at Newport Motorsports for a little while. Didn't you get a job at Complete when we were still in the apartment, though? Yes. But I worked over at the bike shop for a couple months, and then that place started going under. Yeah, it's closed now. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just like a storage unit. But, but yep. yeah, then I started working at Complete 2008. And I got a good job at the hospital in 2010, so we decided we could afford to buy a house. So that's what we did. We we shopped for houses for a while. And like then, literally a like, year and a half. Yeah, and literally I fired our realtor. Sorry, Sandy. No, yeah. Um, we fired you. She's not and like to two days later, you're like, hey, I found the perfect place for you. We, we haven't, we didn't break it to her yet. We were talking to another realtor saying that we weren't satisfied with what she was showing us. And true. we hadn't, I don't think we had broken up with her yet. But like we were just about to and she showed us the, the house that we didn't do. Good old Newport house. Yeah. Yeah, then we moved in the house in 2012. So, eight years we were there. Yep. Yup. And here, now here we are. 3,000 miles away. Buddy. Oh, yeah, stop poking don't the door. Don't poke the screen, dude. Yep. That's the story of us. <laughs> Yay. I <laughs> think we've told part... Bits and pieces, bits and pieces of that story throughout the podcast. But uh, yeah, that's it. There were some ups and downs. And um, oh yeah, we 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 did get married. Yeah, we did get married. We did get married after we got many married years at of a being spot together. that had uh, three divorces and one marriage, which was ours. But yeah. Hunter's home. So you're gonna turn thirty-four in January. Shut your mouth. And that is gonna mean that we have been together half of your life. So I want you to think about that. Why do you think I'm gray, sweetheart? Do with that what you will. Yeah. I wouldn't change any of it. Me either. Mwah. Mwah. So I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I think this is just a short little Short little story. Whoever's listening, how did you meet? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's got a story of how they met. Some of them some of them are cool. Some of them are I bet most of them are just like awkward, weird, like hey. I think a lot of it, especially nowadays, is online. Of course it is. It's no different than back in our day. We just couldn't see each other. Right. <laughs> I consider us lucky. I think I did a lot of things as a teenager that I'm really glad there wasn't a documentation of social media of it. Yeah. Like that would have been. Yeah. I mean, there are a few pictures circulating out there, but nothing too incriminating. I think there's one of me at a party when I was like, certainly underage, but I think I was having a push-up contest with someone. If that does not say Morgan Ward, I don't know what what does. Drinking underage and having a push-up push contest. Let's do this push-up contest with somebody. Challenge you. But yeah, so I don't know. You got anything else? <sighs> Gotta wash Mabel again. It's dusty. Yeah, it's dusty. Do you put that sheet on it yet? No. Yeah. It's got like an inch of dust on it right now. Well, it's we are in the desert. Well, 
the he shed that I bought, it circulates dust when it blows, it comes in underneath and the it door. goes nowhere. It's not the front, it's coming in through underneath the bottom. How do you know? Because I've watched it. Oh. You don't think putting the door on would help? No. It's just going to trap more in there. Okay. That's all I got to say about Your wife's that. never right. You are most of the time, but right now you're not. <laughs> okay. I accept that. But 98% of the time, yes, you are right. I don't yeah. always admit it, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess the next time you all hear from us, it will be 2021. Yay. So... Rock on for the crazy shit to come. Until then. Always stay wild. Stay wild, my friends. Woohoo!